What's good, everybody? It's good to be back. It's your boy, Mr. 813, Ahmad Kiwi, producer of the beloved Halftime with the Playmakers. I got my crew in the studio with me. This is your weekly update on everything sports from the NFL to the NBA to college football to even college basketball. Um, Guys, I am so excited to be back. How y'all feeling? Alive and well. Alive and well. Very, very blessed and highly favored this morning. Hey man, feel good to be back on this on this show with you guys. Man, I'm glad to be here with y'all boys. Uh, gonna talk some stuff that happened over the weekend, college football, NFL football. Even gonna touch on some NBA topics. So I'm excited to drop some knowledge on y'all boys. Oh no, nah, it's been a, it was it was a big it was a giant weekend, man. You know our Eagles are five and zero, best team in the NFL as per usual. But you know, just good just good to be on air. Yeah, man, I'm holding in. Uh, I'm just glad to be back on air. But you know, my team is doing me dirty. A little disappointed. <laughs> a little disappointed. <laughs> yeah, them boys are doo-doo. But guys, we have a lengthy show to get into. There's a lot that's happened within the sports world. Uh, so I kind of want to start out with some breaking news. So the Panthers have fired their head coach. How do y'all feel about that? Yeah, I feel like a lot of people were drawing for his job after last season. Mm-hmm. Um, after the season that happened with, um, you know what I'm saying, Sam Darnold when he was coming in and not really playing that well with Matt Rule. And then after the 1-4 start of the season, they automatically, or I'm sorry, just decided to just let him go, you know what I'm saying, let him walk. And I think it was a good decision. Um, the Panthers are not looking good. Baker Mayfield not looking good. Sadly, the one win they have is on the Saints, which is not yeah. a, a, a good stat. But, um, yeah, I think it was time for him to go. Time for the organization and the head coach to part ways. Deontay, what you think? Just based off, like, how they've been playing this season, I definitely understand. It's just it's crazy how the Panthers franchise has gone downhill in the recent years. Uh, it just seems like they can't, you know, pick up where they once were when they made the Super Bowl. Hopefully, you know, they can uh, find a coach that can uh, bring them back. Tristan, what you think? Are we are we actually surprised? No, I'm not. not. Really. No, I'm not. But I'll tell you. Well, I'll tell you why I am surprised. But it's not about them firing the coach. But we'll get into that later. Continue. I would I would say the only reason why I'm surprised is because it's only his second year. Right. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, I mean, it's the NFL. If you don't bring results, then you gotta go. Nah, that's fine. For fact. the most part. Go ahead, bro. They just they just haven't looked good. You know, starting the season off one and four. As you know, Malik said Baker Mayfield. It's not looking good at all. Another 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 new team. Another coach fire under Baker Mayfield being a quarterback. Um, is there a pattern here? I don't know. So, guys, what I will say is they have been playing awfully, and I definitely feel like a move definitely needs to be made. But I don't know if firing him so early on in the season was a smart move because now the Panthers are in a situation where you're going to have a new head coach coming into a new system that he probably doesn't know. Then you have the players having to get used to the head coach, build that chemistry, and oh, the quarterback um, himself they're using, having to they're get using, used. They're uh, using Steve Wilkes as their coach. Steve um, Wilkes. He's a secondary he's a secondary coach, former head coach for the um, the Cardinals. So they're not bringing somebody in, exactly. at least new right now. Mm-hmm. They're bringing somebody that's under the organization. What okay. they're going to do going forward, yeah. um, I guess that just depends on how well Steve Wilkes performs. I think, you know, I, I just I just think, like, the move was a little bit premature. Was it the right move? I mean, if you were going to make a move at this point in the season, sure. But I just feel like it was a little bit mature. But Malik, what you think? Yeah, I was just gonna say to Brian's point. Um, we've seen the Raiders come out last year. You know, what I'm saying when John Gruden got fired and actually make some noise mm-hmm. with their interim head coach, who um came to you know what I'm saying lead the team for the rest of the season. They made it to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So like there is definitely you know what I'm saying some upside in this. It's not all bad. It's not all um like drowny days. But right. it's obviously not a good sight to see your head coach walk or he bro. This man was robbing the Panthers. He he received two, 62 million dollars and two. 
in 2020 alone, bro, in 2020 alone, he received $62 million. Dollars. Yeah. Wow. I mean, he had a he had a seven-year contract. Crazy. $62 million in one year, bro. Man. Robbing them. Yeah, so, you know, I definitely think, like, they're, they're, they're definitely the worst team in the NFC South right now, especially when, um, you know, you had the Falcons and the Bucks playing. Um, you know, they only have one win on the season. And it's not looking good for the Panthers. I mean, you know, I'm very shocked from Baker Mayfield from his standpoint of how he's just been playing. Okay, he, and he, I was not he expecting was talking, this at all. He was talking very spicy during the offseason as if he was about to come in <laughs> right. and do anything. Yeah. And then he went back to doing the exact same thing he was doing in the Browns. Yeah. And so, you know, the, 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 the whole situation is just a mess within itself. I mean, you know, we just got to hope and see, hope and pray that the Panthers can get it together. Well, not too much because, you know, they are in our division. <laughs> but moving on, we're going to go to the straight to the NFL. So, Cooper Rush and the Dallas Cowboys won yesterday. Oh my Cooper God. Rush is 5-0 as a starter. And what are your guys' thoughts? Like, should should he be the starter over Dak Prescott? Or what, should Dak just come back in and, and take over where he left off? Now, mind you guys, 5-0 as a starter. Now, we touched on we touched upon this a little bit when we were live, you know, um, with the playmakers, you know, 1230 to 2 o'clock on Saturdays. Mm. Uh, we touched about it a little bit. Nah, we should not. You definitely should not be going with Cooper Rush as your starter just because you invested so much money into Dak Prescott. Mm-hmm. And I if mean, you want... And the fastest way to get turmoil in your locker room is to promote the start the, the backup quarterback to the starting position. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my personal take on it: if you win in, you win in. Uh, you know, he's definitely came in as, as coming from the back backup position role. Excuse me, he definitely came in, and he, uh, you know, he's just been doing what he needs to be doing as he should as a player on the team. I think he's definitely earned the respect of a lot of his teammates, especially uh, Michael Parsons. I know Michael Parsons was talking very highly of him yeah. in post game and things like that so i mean he's done he's done exactly what he's needed to do for this organization for mm-hmm, this team yeah but at the end of the day he still is a backup and as an eagle fan we could definitely but, tell you about promoting your backup quarterback to a starting to your starting position right. what immediately happens to your locker room and we saw what happened right. when doug peterson's out of there now carson went out of there and nick right. Foles is out of there as well so it definitely creates some turmoil just promoting your backup quarterback to the starting position especially we've already put in so much money into dak prescott i understand that but you know what i also want to touch on before i let tristan go they're playing great without Dak Prescott like you understand like CeeDee Lamb before when Dak was playing like he wasn't getting targets like that he was dropping balls he was not really getting as open as he could have been getting open but the boy is balling he's definitely emerging as a number one wide receiver and I think you can see the 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 entire flow of the offense their running game is established and well like Pollard and Zeke that's a good one-two combo and as much as I don't like the Cowboys they're playing great right now but go ahead Tristan Uh, let me start by saying I have nothing positive to say about the Cowgirls <laughs> Who's your team? I'm an Eagles fan. Undefeated. Yes, sir. That says enough in itself. Yes, that sir. Right, Brian? Oh, yes, okay, sir. Okay, okay, okay. Yes, right. sir. Hey, hey, back, but, back, back um, to the topic, man. I do like how they're making the game easier for Cooper Rush. They're not complicating anything. It's just simple, simple, uh, you know, quick passes, get it out to your playmakers, let them work. Mm-hmm. I like that. That's how you that's how you let your backup quarterback be successful. Mm-hmm. Uh, you never put him in a bad bad position, pretty much. They don't put him in positions where he has to win the game with his arm. Yeah. They run the ball, play action pass, mm-hmm. and you know, they get it that way. In most cases, you would say competition, 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 but yesterday they did beat the defending Super Bowl champions. Mm-hmm. So, that says enough in itself, but at the same time... Who have also been struggling this season? They, they, they have, that's what like I'm saying. Crazy. I, they have been struggling, but at the same time, you can't take that from them, but that's pretty much the same team they brought back from last year minus Odell. I definitely see what y'all are saying. I just feel like I'm on the side of Brian, like, you know, how much they invested in Dak Prescott and, you know, the type of leader he is for this team. I just feel like, you know, 
definitely he should come back as a starter but i would definitely keep an eye on him because you know how he can be he can be pretty inconsistent um so as we see like cooper rush is doing pretty well so you know if things don't go right with that you know there's someone that could put in but definitely feel like you should just keep an eye well i think for the cowboys like the most important thing for them is getting their run game established whether Dak is playing or cooper rush is playing like that run game needs to be like staple of their offense you know um you talk about cd lamb looking a lot better and i think that's only like the reason because cooper rush is a pocket passer so he gonna stay in the pocket he gonna get you the ball Dak prescott he gonna roll out maybe might make a few inaccurate throws might run a little or some of the passes that uh cd lamb would have gotten Dak would have taken and run with them so um, I think, like I said, either way, whoever st starts at quarterback, I don't really care, but they just need to establish that run game. It's it's definitely been established ever since Dak has gone out, so that's a good thing for the Cowboys, and it, it's just about, like, keeping, you know what I'm saying, keeping your foot on the pedal. I will give Dak some leeway, though. He did only play one game in this season. He got sure. hurt after the first game, uh, so I will give him some leeway there. That in terms of Cooper Rush looking good with CeeDee Lamb, you know, uh, Dak Prescott just had, didn't have the time to build that this season, at least. So I, I will, I'll, give, I'll give him, you know, a little excuse there. He can have that one there but you know as far as the cowboys uh we are looking to their turmoil and uh, i hope they do start cooper rush yeah and the locker room falls apart easy easy win for the division for us i don't like that excuse brian like that's not an excuse bro and, and yeah you played with him last year exactly you all of camp yeah like that's not an excuse Go yeah ahead, yeah i i completely agree with malik because honestly like like he's been playing with that for like a season and a half maybe two seasons now and you know he's not putting up he hasn't started putting up numbers like this to start playing with cooper cup like like legitimately people on espn and all those big networks they're actually talking about how he's actually playing like a number one receiver now mm. you know what i'm saying and that's with cooper rush so maybe maybe it's some underlying thing with him and Dak because i don't know but remember Bro wasn't putting up numbers until cooper rush came into town but remember last year he was also sharing touches with coop yeah and he also had uh gallops too yeah so it's hard to be a number one receiver when you actually have a legit proven number one receiver in coop and also this year like i said they're probably making the game plan much more easier as in get the ball out your hand quick to your playmakers and let them work because if i'm a coach and you're my backup quarterback mm -hmm. that's i'm not going you're not gonna put the team in harm's way get the ball to z get the ball to tyler i mean pollard and then when we throwing quick slant or whatever do what you got to do get it to um get the cd let them work okay i could definitely agree with that fellas uh the giants play the yeah they play the, the packers in london the giants played the packers in london and begin their season four and one Fellas, are they a real contender in the NFC East? <laughs> I can't. No, I can answer this because I watched that game. I'm not gonna lie to y'all, boys. Yes. Saquon, it's Saquon, bro. It's really Saquon. It's 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 Saquon, but it's also like their coaching, bro. Brian DeBall, he is like a real deal coach, bro. And he does not hold anything back in his games. He's gonna like he's gonna make sure his team is there. They gonna punch on him out. And are y'all going to answer back type thing? Because, I mean, like, they came out swinging. Their defense is hitting. Their defense is tackling. Like, not giving up big plays anymore. Like, well, they gave up, like, one big play or two big play in London this weekend. But, like, they're looking like a solid contender, a solid wild card team, or even, like, get a good spot in the playoffs. Yeah, man. But, no, it, it just definitely got me worried because, you know, as a, a person with a team in the NFC East, um, I'm definitely concerned that we might be. Y'all are y'all. Y'all can be. Y'all are y'all own demise. Yeah, y'all are y'all. Commanders are their own demise. I don't think nobody worried about the commanders, bro. Yeah. But what I will say is, it's the same thing with the Giants. The great running game. The defense has always been pretty good. Like for the last couple of years, you really watched the Giants. Their defense has been pretty decent. It's the person they have at quarterback. That's the biggest enemy right there. If you. 
don't give Daniel Jones too many opportunities to lose you the game, you're going to be in good shape. Because Daniel Jones will definitely give up a couple of games. But he's been playing good, though. Through five games, he's been playing good. Because they're not asking him to be the superhero yeah. anymore. They're giving the ball to Saquon. Yeah. Saquon is healthy. Mm-hmm. That's that's who the offense is built around. Saquon, get a ball to Saquon. The yeah. offensive line is looking just a little better. Yeah. Just a little bit. Yeah. But they look better. Get a ball to Saquon and let them work. But see, that all goes back to coaching, like exactly. I was saying. You know what I'm saying? It's about your coach putting putting their players in the right positions, you know what I'm saying, to be successful. Yeah. Fellas, I'm I'm quite shocked myself because I if you would have told me the Johnson would be four and one, having a better record Despite than my Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and they have all the the injury list is stacked up against the Giants. It, yeah, for sure. We're talking yeah. about Sterling Shepard, Wanda Robinson, Kadarius Tony. Like like our offense, like a lot of their weapons are just not playing right now. Right. So and it's kind of and it's impressive that they're four and one right now. Exactly. That 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 makes me feel like they're actually a true contender in their division now with the whole NFC. Uh, mm. All right, that's a little bit of a stretch. I gotta watch maybe like I mean, two, three I mean, more the, games. I mean, the NFC East is currently the best division in football right now. Oh, if bro. we go on record wise, nah, stop the cap. Oh, bro. anyways, honestly, bro, like they just beat a really hot NFC contender. They did, and that's what's yeah. scary. And one of the best players in football right now. Let's talk about it. They beat the really two-time hot. MVP really Aaron Rodgers. Really hot is a stretch because the, the the Packers have been struggling recently. Yeah. Did you, bro? They can, came can in I the ask, game three wait, one. What you talking about? Hold on. Let me let me ask you something. Like, can I ask you something? Did you um you you be watching like you know how like they do like the previews like all the sports commentators they give like their like predictions mm-hmm. of who's gonna win? Yeah. Every single person voted for the Packers. Every single person. Yeah. And the Giants won. That that speaks volumes in my opinion. But I understand what you what you're saying, Brian, with 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 the current state of the Packers. Not really having a true number one wide receiver. I mean, Alan Lazard is he's back. Good. He's playing. He's looking Red, decent. Like, even had some flashes from Randall Cobb this game. Exactly. But you but know, they, it's still the pack. It's Aaron Rodgers. They run. They run as far as Aaron, Aaron Rodgers can carry him. Yeah. So far, the only tough team he's beat so far is the Packers. I mean, the the Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. When they score was fourteen to twelve. Right. So we've seen we against tough defenses. We haven't seen Aaron Rodgers do so much so far this season. He's only he's beating the Bears, the Patriots, and he's lost to the Vikings. Yeah. So as far as like you guys would say about Eagles competition, the Packers really haven't played anyone else besides the Buccaneers that can really test Aaron Rodgers and to see how how well they can you know expand upon their offense without having a number one receiver right. and having to depend on Aaron Jones and uh, AJ Dillon. So as far as coming out hot, I'm still saying the Packers are still trying to figure it out. They're not. They're definitely not in midseason form yet. Aaron Rodgers. Is not in midseason form yet. So, but this is a good win for the Giants because you know at the end of the day it is still Aaron Rodgers who had his opportunity to win this game late in the fourth it, quarter. Mm-hmm. And the Giants defense just showed out. Well, fellas, we'll talk more about the Giants and the Packers when we get to our previews. We're gonna move on to the Broncos. <laughs> oh, geez. They fall to two and three oh, after signing. <laughs> this is just so ridiculous. It to is me. very ridiculous. So they fall to two and three this past weekend. They just did not look good. You can at definitely all. see the frustration from the receivers you can see the frustration from their defense because their defense is pretty decent if you, if y'all didn't know and you know it just seemed like russ has uh, i don't care at he's been tweaking like what's going on with that like i, I want to know y'all thoughts on one the game more importantly first and then we can talk about how the broncos should proceed man and they just lost their 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 running back yeah. um javante williams so they're done so they got to depend on melvin gordon mr fumbles himself they are done <laughs> but how y'all think what you think about it brian the broncos they they oh yeah like we said the defense is looking stout like it's a, it's a good looking defense they definitely have um you know cable they got the devious to do it they got bradley chubb out there as well they can be able to apply pressure to the quarterback so they have a really really good defense offensive wise i really un- don't understand where these struggles are coming from yeah. like you have nothing but weapons on yeah. your offensive end 
got Jerry Judy, you got Cortland Sutton. Like you have these pieces here. It's just a matter of fact, like Russell Wilson isn't really looking like Russell Wilson right now. Nope. Yeah. And and I don't know what it is. I mean, I don't know if it's like the offensive coordinator. Like he's, I don't know if it's like he's just not understanding the plays or anything, but he's missing wide open guys, man. Yeah. Like it's ridiculous. Bro, bro, I'll tell you what it is. What is it? He's being asked <laughs> game to do stuff that he that he's not that he's not used to doing. No, I agree. That I he's not agree. like bro, it's like muscle memory. His muscles are not, you know what I'm saying? Like they're not getting what he, what the coach is asking him to do. So when it is time for him to make those big goals, freezes up, bro. <laughs> I would like to uh, object that because according to multiple sources, not my sources, but like ESPN, Fox Sports, him and Nathaniel Hackett, which I think is part of the problem, um, they have some type of camaraderie going on where, you know, Russell has a big say-so in the plays they run and the things they do. So I'm not going to give Russell a pass. Russell has been terrible. Been terrible. Mm-hmm. So we're going to hold him accountable. It, you're getting paid $300 million and this is what you put out in the field. Ooh, there is no, no excuse. We're holding he, Russell Wilson accountable when Russell Wilson won't hold Russell Wilson accountable. That's Russell Wilson's problem. We can hold him accountable. <laughs> we can hold him accountable, though. <laughs> it's, it's just ridiculous how much hype came behind this. Yeah, this, bro, this like, whole what? thing. They were like, oh, yeah, the Broncos finna turn around. Because it looked like the, they were missing was a exactly. quarterback. Exactly. It was just literally they, a quarterback. They were and missing it, it a quarterback. The case. You, paid, you paid $240 million to get Russell Wilson. It's like, all right, we finally have. I'm saying. It looked like another Peyton Manning situation I'm where, saying. like, we have everything but the guy we need. And then we had, then they get him. They get the quarterback position. And then he's not exactly. playing. Like how he played on in Seattle at exactly. all, and and I'm gonna be real, like it, it's crazy because he was such. This man is a future Hall of Famer. Mind yes, you. this man is a future Hall of Famer. Still has a lot of years left, mm-hmm. um, in his tank to play in the league, and it just sucks to see him playing like this. He's blowing it. You know what I'm saying? Like when you really think about where he was when he was in Seattle to now, it's two different people. I don't know what it is. I don't know whether it was like the money. I don't know what it is. It was the Denver air. I don't know, because you know they hire an altitude and everybody else. I don't know what's going on with Russell Wilson. It might be the air. But he need he need to get he need to get it under control because if you I'm I'm from Denver, I'm kind of stuck with Russ. I have no choice but to stick with Russ. I'm not going to bench him. I paid all this money for him. I mean he's stuck there for like another six, seven years. I can't trade him now. Uh, so Rush really just has. Once Rush plays better, I believe the Broncos can get it back on track. But he, you know, as they say, Bronco, let's ride. Bronco country, let's ride. Russell Wilson needs to be riding harder than absolutely anybody else on the field right now because he <laughs> is just—he's just not looking good whatsoever this season. Yeah, guys, it's not looking good. But um, we're gonna touch up on them later as when we get to our predictions for the week. Now, for the last segment of the NFL, we're going to talk about these dirty birds, man. We're going to talk about the Eagles. Shall I I hit the song? As much as I hate to say it, the Eagles are actually the best team in the NFL right now as they move to 5-0 on the season. They do play the Cowboys next week. Um, that is that'll going be to be a, a tough game. Yep. That's going to be a tough game. I love the Cowboys in that watch, one. Watch, that'll watch, be, that'll but, be a test for sure. But, watch fellas, I want, I want to know y'all thoughts on the Eagles being 5-0. Mm-hmm. And, and for the Eagles fans in here, and y'all know who I'm talking about. I'm talking about you and you. But, Keep it to a minimal. Watch Go watch, ahead. watch what we do to the Cowboys. Um, Cooper who? <laughs> Come on now. Like I said, we're, we're 5-0, man. Uh, me and I might have had this argument a couple of times. We're 5-0. It doesn't matter who we play. We don't make our schedule. Like That's what I can't stress enough. We didn't make our schedule. Easiest schedule in the NFL, by the way. Third easiest. Very easy. Third Very easiest, easy. sir. I'm sorry. What do y'all want us to do? Y'all want us to play the undefeated Patriots, the uh, the Bears back in the day, the Cowboys? Like, what, yeah. what, what do y'all want out of I mean, play someone with legitimate competition. 
Okay. Okay. Now they said that the Jaguars would be a test for us because the Jaguars have looked good this season. They just beat the uh, the uh, Chargers 38-10. We beat the Chargers. Oh, we beat the Jaguars. They said, all right, we got the uh, we got the Cardinals coming up. Kyle Murray's out there. Kyle Murray can you know what he can do on offense. We beat the Cardinals. Now it's going. We going on to the Cowboys. Do we? How many more tests do we need to show y'all before we? You believe that we're a people legit are just team wishing on our y'all can play us. Uh, y'all can play us. But, but oh, no, the schedule all, is very easy. I want easy. all the smoke with Tom Brady right now. Okay, we'll, 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 we'll gladly do how we did y'all in the divisional round. <laughs> oh, well, I'm sorry, wild card. Y'all y'all haven't been to a divisional in a while, but. But fellas, I wanna um I wanna talk to uh, Malik and Deant. Um, I know y'all not Eagles fans, but 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 tell me how you feel about the Eagles' performance so far this season. Yeah. Um, Go ahead, Deant. I just say like um I just like to you know congratulate Jalen Hurts, man. He's definitely playing very well. Uh, for a quarterback who's you know had a lot of like you know some people doubt that he was gonna do well and you know see after his rookie year, um he's definitely looking really good. Team is looking really good. I mean this this schedule is very easy. We'll see how it come. It comes to towards the end of the year because you know it could be another scenario like uh, the Steelers like what year uh, it might be two years ago where they were like 11 and 0 or something we'll see how it looked towards the end of the year but um amen yeah I know on Saturday we were talking about how the Eagles could possibly go undefeated this season and I, I, I honestly like don't see that not happening like yeah. I can see them just because like you guys' conference is extremely easy like if you guys beat Dallas like next week y'all basically got the conference Y'all basically got the conference, bro. bro like, look <laughs> at the about, schedule. It's just about y'all not fumbling it. Like, it's, it's, at, at one point, it's going to be Eagles versus Eagles. You know what I'm saying? Y'all going to have beat the Dallas Cowboys. Y'all going to have beat the Commanders. Y'all going to have beat, um, who else is there? The Giants. The Giants. Like, it's result result. We just said the Cowboys look good. Now it's the easiest one. You they know what just, I'm saying? Hey, just they, said, they were just talking about the Giants. Just oh, the Giants. Hey, hey, oh, hey, 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 hey. I ain't saying that. Oh, he's, carry, he's, looking real, he's looking like a real coach. That's what y'all told us. Look, so you're no, no. Your league is in, is like famous, you know what I'm saying, for being top tier, the worst league. Yeah. I mean, no, no, for real. And we and, come and on, we, bro. Tristan, we were talking about this NFC. last night. Like, like the NFC East is a laughing stock. <laughs> it, it just so happens that one, this year, one year not gonna change my mind, teams, bro. It, it, <laughs> one year, bro. No, like, no, for real. Like, it just so happens like one year, three of the four teams are actually very good this year. Yeah. And, and, and give me, give me one second, give me one second. Hold on, before, before, before you get to your next point before we move on to the NBA I just want to say this I will give the Eagles some credit okay you know as a, as a, as a sports analyst as aspiring sports analyst you know my job is not to be biased even though I really do not like the Eagles like that but y'all are playing good Jalen Hurts is playing with confidence. Jalen Hurts is truly coming into himself as an NFL quarterback, especially for the Eagles. Devontae Smith has been producing. A.J. Brown has been producing. You guys have a great running game. Your defense in front four, it, it is, it, it, it's second to none. It's definitely top five in the league. So I will give you guys that credit. So I'll let you say your last point before we move on to the NBA. I just wanted to say I didn't like the way that uh, Malik was trashing the Eagles right then. Uh, how many losses do the as, Saints have? As if he's not a Saints fan right yeah, now. Yeah, like. Y'all I think, think y'all are y'all bigger than to be. I think it's gonna be the Saints versus the Saints in a little bit. You guys got the same record <laughs> as the Falcons. <laughs> y'all are competing for who gonna right, get the better please, pick in the draft this year. Please calm down. Please calm down. All right, guys. So we're going we're gonna to flip the script a little bit. We're going to go to the NBA, and we're going to talk about the potential number one overall pick, Victor Wembanyama. You did that correct. Good job. Good job. Yeah. Good job. Good job. Thank you. 
Ryan, I know this is your guy. You've been watching him very closely throughout his entire play this season. How are I've, you feeling? I've been watching Victor for a while now. Ever since I, they told me there was a seven foot three dude in France that could dribble and shoot, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was like, let me go ahead and look at the clips here. And he is, uh, he was playing against you know international competition. You know, we've been, they've improved over the year, but everyone mm-hmm. was like, let me see what he looks like versus uh, competition in the states. He was in Vegas, right? And he go, he yeah. goes to the, he goes yeah. to the G League. And he puts up 36 first game. 37, 37. 37. Wait, so I have a question for you, Brian. So what is that team that he was playing on? Because like I have never seen that team. Like they low key popped up out the out of nowhere. Like that's an Australian you know? team. If I'm not Australian mistaken. team. I want to say don't quote okay. me on that though. I'm pretty. Because I seen they has like some former NBA players on there too. I don't yeah. think it's Australian. He's French. Why would he? Be no, 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 no. He, twi- he switched leagues. He switched. Oh, leagues. Oh, yeah. he switched. oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. and then and then that team came to play a G League team Ignite mm-hmm. when him when um, Webinyama and number. two two draft pick on um, projected Scoot Henderson uh went went head to head and that was that was a crazy matchup bro like just seeing Webby Yomp the way he could put the ball on the floor I seen him pull up from like a little bit um behind half court or like a little bit above half court he just pass, bro I want to say first of all shout out to Scoot. like a 2k player bro Scoot did his thing too 2k <laughs> even make you let yeah, tell, let you make those players Scoot is, this is like the year where um when Zion and Ja came I'm sorry yeah this is the, yeah. like the year where Zion and Ja came out where you knew who was going to be number one, but you also knew, like, it was no knock to have the number two pick. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't you you can't lose with getting screwed either. But let's make no mistake about it. We know who's the clear-cut number they, one pick. They, Richard Jarvis even came out and said that if school, if um Victor Webinyama came out in the same draft as LeBron James, that LeBron James is the number two pick in that draft. I don't know about all that. First of all, who cares Whoa. what Richard Jefferson has to say? <laughs> That's crazy. Hey, that man, let's hey, hold hey, on. That man let's an hold NBA on. champion. Let's hold on a second because he's not all the way wrong in the situation here. Bro, he's a troll. History, history in the NBA has showed that who, whenever they have a talented big man, they normally lead towards a talented big man despite the um, the smaller player. We saw it happen in the past. We saw Marvin Williams and Chris Paul. We see DeAndre and Luka Doncic. Like, we see it happen all the time in the NBA. So it's not a far-fetched idea. It's just that LeBron James is just the greatest prospect literally to ever come out of high school. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of, it was not all the way wrong, but I understand where Richard Jefferson is coming from, but I don't agree. Right. But Victor Webinyama is that dude for real. Yeah, okay. Make you no know, mistake about it. I mean, you know, I definitely haven't been tuned in mm-hmm. as much as I should have, but I've been hearing about him for sure. I know I know there's another guy, Scoot Henderson, right? Yeah, I haven't heard too much about him, but that Victor guy can ball. He can he can hoop. Yeah, that I ain't gonna lie. He can shoot the three. He can shoot mid range. He could get you inside the paint, and he's athletic, so he can handle the ball very well, which is very rare. So like, he's literally the ultimate prospect. Yeah. Do y'all think uh, he should shut it down now and just no. work on his body for the no. year? And and I actually I'm glad you said that because I know there was like they, there was like reports saying like NBA teams wanted him to like shut it down in case he got injured, but his whole attitude was like, why why would I do that? You know what I'm saying? His agent did the right thing and telling him like you should keep playing because the more experience you get the better you're gonna be like mm-hmm. if you that's like you know it's kind of like how the magic shut down um paolo bencaro and was i for that not really do i understand where they were coming from yeah because when you have someone with such talent and and, and i'll be real the magic haven't had a talent like that since the white howard as as a draft pick i'll say <laughs> yeah that's so, not wrong. that's not wrong so when you have a talent like that um i understand the need of like a franchise to like want to protect it at all costs but that man is like like in paolo's case like that man is 19 years old and 
Panthers case, he's only 18 years old. Like the man can hoop. Like you let let let, let him do what he got to do. Like he's not even 20 yet. Like like mind you, you know what I'm saying? So I think he did the right thing by uh still continuing to play. I just hope he stay healthy. Uh I'ma say I'm gonna disagree with both y'all on that one. I know y'all want the kid to play and I'm all for it. But remember it was a situation very similar to this a couple of years ago. Lamelo. Lamelo went to the Australian league. He played a few games, but he had been playing in uh where was he Lithuania. before that? Lithuania, Lithuania, mm. but there's no competition in Lithuania. So he went to the Australian league. He grew a few inches. Yeah. That also helped him. I think he came out for the draft like six, seven. Six, seven. Six, six seven. seven. He played three games, and all them three games alone, you knew like Lamelo was the real deal. Mm -hmm. Shut it down. There was no question about it. Like, hey, shut it down. Work on your body. We we, we know. Hey, and it's not even a work on your body thing, but as we just saw with Chet in the summer, anything can happen. Literally anything can happen with that similar, body. With similar that frame, frames too. Yeah, with that I think frame. that's I think that's a different situation though because when I'm looking at when I'm looking at Victor and Chet, first of all, Chet doesn't work out or lift weights. Victor does. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, so, and, 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 and let's be like, like, no, like for real, like, let's break this, let's break this down. Like when, when I look at the play that Chet got injured on, he was going against one, the GOAT, LeBron. So, in, a, uh, in a play where LeBron wasn't going full speed, like, right. he was slowing down, trying to not hurt him. But right. that, that's what I'm saying. Anything can happen, like anything yeah. can happen. So, I'm, so in a situation with someone like this, where you know, like, you know, you're going number one. It's very few, very few <laughs> drafts where we know. They're calling you the greatest yeah. prospect ever. Literally. Yeah. So, yeah, I just say he shut it down. And, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, De'Aaron, what you think? I don't know too much about Victor. I definitely need to tune in more. Um, I have heard a lot about him uh, just from people talking and just um, social media. So, I definitely know he's a, a very good prospect. Um, shutting it down, I just feel like, you know, what y'all said, like, give him more experience. I understand what you're saying, Tristan, about, like, you know, anything can happen with injuries, anything like that. But, you know, he's young. Like what Amal said, he's young. He should, you know, be able to play. No need to rush into a career where, you know, he's going to do well anyway. Good, man. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to see how this kid develops. Um, You know, we'll talk about what team we could potentially see him going to on our next episode. But, guys, mm. we're going to move on. Let's talk about the Lakers and the Warriors in their preseason game. Now, I get it. It was only preseason, but I took a couple of things away from that game. And I'm going to tell y'all, and then I'm going to let y'all uh, decide whether you agree with me or not. You feel me? So here are my takeaways. Anthony Davis, mm. he is back. Mm -hmm. Jordan Poole, oh my goodness. That Jordan man, Poole, he is him. That man is going to take over the Warriors one day. And in fact, that day might be sooner than we all thought. And, and honestly, when we talk about Anthony Davis, I mean, you know, he played 21 minutes. He had 28 points. He looked fresh hitting all his shots had two or three three-pointers if i'm not mistaken and he just looked like in complete control he he kind of looked back kind of looked like uh their championship form when they won the championship like two years ago but i was very pleased the but, uh bubble ahead. bubble ad yeah bubble yeah. ad bubble I, I still i still he think was that was like one of the bro. best versions of ad yeah, yeah. to this that day was a good AD. so guys the warriors look good the lakers do look decent lebron didn't even play mm -hmm. this preseason game so oh, nah. what are your guys thoughts oh yeah you know lebron didn't play he was uh turning up with Travis Scott. Of course. That's, you know, his son's 18th birthday. <laughs> that's, it was Bronny's birthday. It was Bronny's birthday. He we has, love, we you love gotta, to see the father and son You got to take the times <laughs> in your career and then love for you and have love for your family. Up, I believe, yeah, this is the Lakers' first preseason game they won in like three seasons. Yeah. So it's been a while. <laughs> like, they don't 
don't, they don't very, they don't win preseason games very much the last few years. Yeah. So it's good. It was like you said, Anthony Davis looked like he returned to him, his old self. I never questioned Anthony Davis's talent ever. Like, I, I never did. Either. I never. It was just a matter of staying, staying healthy. healthy yeah. And and honestly, it was it was that and just his work ethic. Like bro said, like a months ago, I remember uh, on undisputed. Oh, yeah, 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 he hasn't picked up a basketball yeah, since like it was like at the time it was like in the summerish and it like, said he hasn't yeah. picked up a basketball since like April. Yeah, he's, I just thought that was he's crazy. immensely talented. Like to me, if Anthony Davis is healthy, he's the best big man in the league, in my opinion. Definitely, if he's healthy, the man can shoot, the man can can Def post you up, can he defend, can, he can play defense. Yeah, and and you know he's just he stretches the floor. Um, especially when you run those lineups with LeBron and and uh the Schroeder at at the point. But it, you know I never deny his talent. But what what's y'all think? For me, I feel like this is gonna be a long season for the Lakers. A long season? Why? I just don't I don't believe in them this season. Uh, I really don't. Why like, is I that? don't, bro? I don't think getting Dennis Schroeder was a good idea, bro. Like. I think that he's going to definitely bring him down. You have, bro, you got to think about this. Y'all got to really lock in right now. You have Russell Westbrook. Mm -hmm. You have Patrick Beverly and Dennis Schroeder That's on the same team. That's a lot of guards that make a lot of mistakes, bro. <laughs> You got it. Now, now I've watched a few. I watched a few of these Lakers preseason games, and I'm here to tell you, I'm not gonna say Western Conference Finals just yet. But, but playoffs for sure. But they're making the playoffs for sure. Playoffs for sure. Okay, okay, okay. I got off track. If I want to talk about that preseason game, I think AD did played a really good game. Uh, he went eight from eight for from the free throw line, which kind of shows me that like he was really focused. You know what I'm saying? Locked in. Um, he only got three rebounds, which I think he definitely needs to grab more rebounds. That's just me. He got out rebounded by Austin Reeves, but I feel like I'm being picky. Um, moving to the Warriors, Jordan. He Jump shot. Nice. He shot three. He shot nine nice. three pointers. That man is he a shot nine three pointers. That's a nice hooper right there. <laughs> but he he made three of them, bro. So that boy last night was jacking. <laughs> so, so so one thing I'll point out with what I've noticed from Jordan Poole is he's just more confident. When I was watching him in the finals, a lot of shots that he made last night, he was not making them um, in the finals or different, even different throughout type, the playoffs. Different type season. of pressure. It's just comparing preseason to finals. I, and and I understand. I understand different that. Different type of pressure. There. I, I understand that, but. But, you know, like, it's just his style of play. Like, I was honestly watching that, and I'm not a Warriors fan by any means necessary, but I am a fan of watching players grow and develop yeah. their game and become stronger and better. And I will say that he looks more confident, and it's a scary thing. Like, all I kept saying when I was watching his highlights was, if he's doing this in the playoffs, they're scary. Like, no one's stopping him. But go ahead, Dion. Yeah, um, I'm definitely not a Warriors fan at all. I can't stand the Warriors. <laughs> I'm going I'm to say that for another day. But, you know, um, Jordan Poole definitely looking good. I Being that, you know, I wasn't a Warriors fan. I definitely didn't acknowledge how good he played during the playoffs. I mean, he definitely was looking good. And, you know, I can't acknowledge that he's looking very good now. Definitely agree with what you said about him taking over the Warriors in the future. Definitely. Yeah, like, for sure. Definitely. Taking um, over the Warriors in yes. the future? Yes. I mean, I mean, let's be real. Like, he looks Steph, good. Steph is only getting older. Their, their, their main core now, is... I love older. Jordan Poole. I, Jordan Poole can... He can perform. He can play very well. His, his, his bag is very... Are we talking about shifty players? Very, yeah. Very One of the shiftiest bad. players in the league. Him being... I don't. Are we talking about him being like your number one option going forward yeah yeah in the future? Nah, i do what? not why absolutely not, not. why not let me tell you let me tell you oh, oh, so, 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 so steph curry just must not be aging at all it's not even about that let me let me tell you what let me tell you what let me tell you what. so the warriors are geniuses when it comes to the draft i don't know if we're forgetting that they have the former number two pick in james wiseman who's also just as good as jordan Poole for one who has, and, he, he needs to just he just needs to play more he's always hurt and stay healthy they also have jonathan kuminga he's also in my opinion at this age and compared to draymond jonathan 
Kuminga is much better and a much better athlete. Bro, how they let the Warriors get away with this, bro? Crazy, right? This is insane. They have now Moses. I'm really locking in. Like this is insane. They have Moses Moody who hasn't been playing much, but he's getting the experience They're necessary because he's playing. Um, he's playing behind Steph and Clay. And they still have Wiggins who's under 20. <laughs> under, under like they no. Jordan Poole is gonna be a big piece in what they do Andrew in Wiggins, the future. Andrew Wiggins is 27 years old. By 27 the way. years old. None so. of those guys you listed were guards. I'm talking about Moses. Me. Moses Moody is a guard. And you you would take him over Jordan Poole, who's already had that experience uh, yeah, in the playoffs, in the by finals, the and is playing you, lights you, out by right the now. You said the they're handing the keys over to Jordan Poole. I do not agree with that. I'm no. not saying no, no. Listen, listen to what I'm saying. I'm not saying they're gonna hand him over right now. I'm saying in the mm, next coming years, yeah. for sure. Yeah, especially if he's already been there. Like like you understand. Like there's certain organizations. Like okay, FAMU for example. FAMU is a very like earn your stripes type of program. You need to earn your stripes. Like sometimes mm -hmm. guys will be playing on the roster for four years and will never touch the field. But sometimes it's it's really about when your time comes. And I think the Warriors are an organization just like that. So let me ask you a question. Mm -hmm. Let me ask you a question. Uh, Curry is how old? 30... 32? 32? Yeah, 32. Okay. Because Curry is not like the biggest, strongest athlete and he's not a high contact player. 34, I bought 34. 34. So even older. It's crazy. Even older. Okay. Crazy. So I give Curry three more years, probably two more years playing like this. Mm -hmm. And I say four more years just playing in general. We all know he's going to retire a warrior. He's not going to get yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I hope is, not. is Jordan playing like he is now? How long do you think he's going to be comfortable with being a backup? I mean, let's be clear. Like, honestly, like, and that's another issue that the Warriors have to address sooner or later because, again, like, earlier this summer, there were rumor talks of him not being re-signed to them. I know he was a restricted free agent or he had, like, a player option in his contract or something like that. And there were even talks of him going to other teams. So that's an issue that the Warriors have to address when it gets there. But they better pay that, man. The Warriors are always trying to get better in any way necessary. So I feel like if a, if the right trade package presents itself and Jordan Poole has to be a part of that, I feel like crazy. they would have no They'll be crazy. They'll be crazy um, to trade them. I feel like we we can't like have this conversation without they mentioning what happened in practice last oh, week. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> you yeah, feel that's, me? That's, we can't just walk over that. That's a big elephant in the room. I, I feel like Jordan Poole, is, he, he's <laughs> elevating his game. And as he elevates his game, his confidence gets higher. He, I hate to, you know what I'm saying? He a light-skinned dude. So, you know what I'm saying? That's all I keep going to get to his head, bro. So, like, he, I feel like Jordan Poole's confidence is through the roof right now. And, and he's showing it. He's showing his teammates that with his wordplay, like how he's talking to them. Like, that apparently they're saying, like, he 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 needs to be humbled and all that. And I think, like, it's soon the time for the Warriors dynasty will be up. Yeah. And it's about who will be walking, whether it's Clay, whether it's Steph, whether it's Jordan Poole, Draymond Green, who who is it going to be? So I guess that's the answer at the end of the day. Jordan Poole's also play, always played like a very confident player. We can just see that in just how he plays. Um, Damian yeah. Lillard speaks on Damian Lillard spoke very uh, very early about Jordan Poole back when he was on the bench that uh, of how much he was talking to Damian Lillard while he was playing. So he's always been very confident. He's always been talking. But as far as talent wise, he's improving. He's improved every year he's been on the Warriors. But I feel as if him being your number one going further, absolutely not. The reason why he's playing so well in this role where he is now is because that pressure is off him. He have I have Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, Draymond Green next to me. I don't have to be the, a John Moran. I don't have to be a Trey Young. Sorry, the pressure is is not much pressure on me. Like the friend, if, if we lose, I'm not getting the blame. Right, it's going to Steph Curry. Right. So there's a reason why Jordan Poole can look the way he looks now, and that's just because of the roster that he's on. Right. I agree, guys. We'll we'll, we'll see what happens to the Warriors. I definitely like them to be a great another Finals contender again this season. 
season. Um, going to the Lakers, we're just gonna see what happens. You never know with those guys, right? So we're gonna veer right off. We're gonna go back to college football, and we are Rattlers. We attend Florida A&M University. So we gotta talk about the Rattlers. They extend their record to three and two on the season. They defeat South Carolina State 20 to 14. And I just wanna know what are your guys' thoughts? Short and concise thoughts. How long? Are we going to continue to play around with people until we just lose again? Like, mm -hmm. how, how long? We expand, These games expand. should not be as close as what they are. Mm. I agree. If you if you look at the previous three games, we were losing to Alabama A&M at one point. Yep. That's unacceptable. We were down by 14. That's unacceptable. We, If you ask me, we probably should have lost the game on Saturday. Just looking at what I was looking at, I don't know if we all uh, watch football the same way, but I think we should have and probably would have lost that game, but we didn't. We can't keep playing around with teams and expecting just to lose like this. I mean, a win like this, it's just not, nah. Yeah, man, I agree with you. The only blood we've had this year is against Mississippi, Mississippi Valley State, and, like, everybody expected that, you know what I'm saying? They were 0-4 going into that game, by the way. Uh, Mississippi um, Valley State was, that is. But, like, when it comes to comp teams, bro, like, we struggle to, to start off strong against them, and then we struggle to, to, I don't know, just make our mark against them, you know what I'm saying? Come in their house and blow them out. Like Tristan said, I don't think we should have won that game either. We got saved by the grace of God. Um, and, yeah, we just got to come back next week, man. Be ready to start off strong. That's our problem, bro. We don't start off exactly. strong. We're and not, then we get the team hope. See, see, I'll, I'll break it down. I'll, I'll try to keep my answer short and concise. But my thing with the Rattlers and our offense, like, we, we need to come out the gate being very aggressive. Um, we have too many weapons on offense. We have Xavier Smith. We have Shamar Sharid. Like, we have too many weapons on our offense, especially at the receiver position and the running back position, to not be punching teams in the mouth right out the gate, right? Our defense needs to be definitely more consistent. Um, there's no way that... SC State and 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 let's be let's be real like their offense was struggling going into that game they they had the lowest uh proficiency offensive wise in the SWAT so there's no reason why that game should even have been within a touchdown score but um I think it's just little things it's just the little things with us you know we you know we let teams we we get we oftentimes give teams so much hope that we almost mess around and lose the game for us you know what I'm saying we can't have it we can't have games like that because when it comes to SWAT contention SWAT title contention they look at points and how many like points you beat a team by and teams like jackson state well first of all they blew us out by more than 40 so they're they're, they're like like it, they're looking at they're looking at things like that and we just need to start being more aggressive on the offensive side of the ball but definitely, go ahead dear. definitely uh we know famu is a second half team which you know can <clears throat> really hurt a team when you play in someone uh who comes out the gate swinging uh so we definitely need to get it together they're not looking awful but like you like we were saying like the competition uh hasn't been that crazy for us to be in these close games Games, especially um, looking at who we have coming up in the future like we have Southern and Alabama uh, State two teams who are like definitely solid definitely solid so um if they can't you know figure something out i'd definitely be concerned yeah uh, you mentioned those two teams those are two teams that can really like keep us on our toes you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying like southern will be coming to brag so we'll have that you know what i'm saying that atmosphere but those are two teams that are tough man real tough exactly team. and so if we're playing inconsistent and a little bit sloppy as we are now uh I, I would hate to i don't know what what would happen you know i know we play gremlin state next week um that's gonna be a tough game going into their environment um you know, I you know, I know I know we oftentimes try to focus on the negative aspects of how a team plays and what they could have did better. But we have to give the offense some credit as well. So while they haven't gotten out the gate, straight out the gate, yeah. uh, you know, producing, they're playing well. Xavier, Xavier Smith, Smith is balling. Xavier Smith is balling right now. So I'm gonna give him credit and I'm gonna give Musa credit as well because he's been playing amazing. I think he was uh voted swag newcomer of the week um this past week. So, you know, they're making great strides. It's just the little things that we have to tighten up on. 
if we're going to actually have a legitimate chance to compete do, for a SWAC title. I don't know. Do we really think our game against Grambling is going to be a it, tough game? It, it, it's I, I say <laughs> I say tough just because of the environment they're yeah, going into. Right. They are they are one in five on the season. Yeah, they're, they're one in five. Yeah, they, like no one's no one's saying that they're not going to win the game. No one's saying that we're not going to win the game. But we just need to make sure that we're having we're playing with our p's and q's because yeah. anything yeah. can happen in football. Yeah, yeah. and we make we need to make sure that's not Grambling's homecoming because. <laughs> exactly. It's going to get real on if it's their homecoming. Exactly. But I don't know if it's just me, but I feel like we need to open up this the playbook a little bit more. I've been saying that. Yeah. I've been I've been noticing, like, I'm watching the game. It's just like, once we get in that, that red zone, it's the same fade route, same slant, same outs. It's just, we definitely need to open this playbook up some more because people are definitely going to, you know, start paying attention to that. And, you know, it, it can't be said that that's been going on so far, like, with these close scores. And going into these tough teams, definitely need to expand on that. And what I will say last thing before we move on to the next topic, what I will say is uh, they did open their playbook up a little bit like last week um I know they uh they had a fake punt uh my actually yeah I saw that one, one of the punter uh Chris would do I used to play football with him in high school he uh had a fake punt for like 10 yards and they got first down and then mm -hmm. they ended up driving down the field to score a field goal yeah so you know I'm, I'm, I'm seeing little little sparks, little showings mm -hmm. of, uh, you know, it's possible to open up the play, but they just got to do it more on a consistent basis. Yeah. But with that being said, fellas, uh, they play Gremlin State next Saturday. Um, let's hope they get the W. Uh, but moving on, we're going to talk about the Noles, the other team in Tallahassee. So the Seminoles suffered their second loss in a row after losing to SC and NC State. Predict, predicted second loss in a row, by the way. Let's be clear. It was a two-point game. Let's be clear. two-point game. But they take their second loss of the season in a row is it time to worry about the nose or is this just a hiccup in the road i mean it's not y'all are doing exactly what i predicted y'all lost two games in a row it's gonna be three this weekend when y'all play clemson that's <laughs> i don't know why we're we shouldn't be nervous i i pretty much predicted this we're, i think we're, we're gonna be clemson yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> then y'all play Miami after. Then Louisa. I mean, y'all y'all are in the season. Oh, y'all got another game against Syracuse. I think y'all going to lose that's that not, one, too. That's not yeah. What? Yeah. And I also predict Florida to beat y'all as well. Oh, yeah. So, Florida? Oh, you're tripping. Uh, oh, so, I, I predict y'all losing four games this season. Uh, Flo so, Florida, bro? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, wow. Y'all are in the swamp this year, I'm, I'm if, I don't, if I'm, I'm not mistaken. Y'all are No, nah, no. Nah, I think it's, it's home. It's yeah. home. Okay. home. We're winning. We're, 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 one thing one thing about the nose, no matter how bad we're doing, we don't lose to the Gators at home. That's that's one thing for sure. I I just like us in that game. Mm -hmm. uh, hiccup. I don't know. I, I had like like they did predict these these two losses, but you know after seeing them come out swinging the first few games, I was like, okay, maybe maybe Florida State can do something. I don't know. We're gonna have to see how these. I don't know how it's gonna look for this Clemson game. That might be that might not be you know working y'all favor. But after this Georgia Tech game, I'm gonna have to see like what goes in with that. That Clemson game gives that definitely gives gives y'all a chance like exactly gives y'all a what? chance because if they beat clemson then okay automatically yeah. going to be back if in they the rankings, beat clemson, if. if they beat clemson but it's at, home. it's at home it's at home so we have a legitimate chance like like you know the over under the over under is like or well the the win probability for us is like 41 percent like if i'm not mistaken so like it's there like you got to think about it it's a nighttime game it's prime time on television and it's at florida state i mean and, and i'm gonna be real that joint gonna, not gonna be jumping. Exactly. Gonna be jumping. And, and I'm be real. And in college football, like that plays a big part. Exactly. And I'm be real. And I'm telling you the exact, the exact type of uh, the 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 strategy against Clemson's defense for us at mm. least. We have Johnny Wilson. Mm -hmm. We have 
big stocky receivers their entire secondary are freshmen and sophomores mm -hmm. lacking experience we're going to attack them every single You're time right. our offensive line just needs to hold up for at least seven seconds to give jordan travis enough time to read seven, the play seven, seven, play. Seven, seven seconds is a lot of time i'm not That's gonna lie you you make valid Look, points am I, so no, you know what no i'm being clipped about 21. <laughs> <laughs> yeah whatever bro but anyway 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 you know they they just they just love the haters man but we we gonna prove all the doubters wrong they play clemson y'all started this off saturday but i feel like y'all come back down to earth um y'all gonna lose against clemson i'm not gonna lie i'm with, I'm with tristan here uh y'all are four and a half point underdogs mm -hmm. uh, i think clemson does more than four and a half on y'all well we we we, we, we shall see I'm man. A, as, a, as a gambling man i'm taking i'm taking uh, clemson, take man. i'm taking the over absolutely we shall see man so we're gonna move on outside of tallahassee collegiate sports we're gonna talk about alabama defeating defend it tristan defend it right now go ahead Tristan. i mean what do y'all what do y'all have to say defend. we're we're, we're, Wait, we're i want to bring this we're gonna, we're gonna, alabama alabama is now six and oh absolutely unfortunately mm -hmm. um how we do and, and 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 they won this, know how. they won this previous game without bryce young absolutely yeah. so Barely. i'll start i'll start i'll start with the alabama fan in the room tristan what are your thoughts on the game? How did they play? Um, what could have been done better? Let me start by saying I'm an Alabama fan through thick and thin. So when this ain't no bandwagon stuff. Also, let me lot, let me also lot, start by saying it's been a lot more thick than thin for y'all. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> it ain't really that hard. It ain't that hard to be a fan of Alabama. But um, yeah, we were starting Jalen Milrow on Saturday. Three turnovers, two fumbles, and uh, an interception thrown. Jesus. As in all in all, I'm very happy with what the defense put out. I do further thoroughly believe. We have the best pass rush in college football for one. Um, I mean, they score all their points off turnovers. They only score three points just off of marching down the field alone. We helped them out a lot. With Bryce Young, the game is not close. Uh, and if you don't, and if you do believe the game would have been different with Bryce Young, please, uh, <laughs> please, let's have a reality <laughs> well, check, well, all right? Well, I think the game would have been different with or without Bryce Young. Mm -hmm. But, fellas, um, we're going to get into some breaking news. Well, we're coming up towards the end of the show. Uh, so, just to give everyone who's listening in some breaking news around the NFL, uh, Teddy Bridgewater suffered a concussion during Sunday's game. Uh, new protocols with the concussion... Uh, uh, protocols and everything prohibiting him from returning. Yeah. Um, his return status is not. I believe he. Pa I believe he passed the test, but because yeah. he went to the tent, he's they not allowed he to return to the game. Yeah. So I, I actually. That's the new rule. Yeah. So I agree with that. So um, hopefully he recovers speedily and he'll be back on the field for the Dolphins because they desperately need it. Uh, Tyreek Hill, my fantasy wide receiver, has unfortunately suffered a foot injury during I, Sunday's game as I, well. Another player the Dolphins desperately need right now. Yeah. So hopefully it's nothing too serious. Um, hopefully he's not out for. A, 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 an a extended amount of time because we need him the Dolphins need him I need him Jesus <laughs> but uh, moving on Nick Bosa has suffered a groin injury again now this is his second time suffering a groin injury um, he suffered in Sunday's game versus the Panthers um, his return date should be this week it's nothing too crazy um, but we I was so mad see. that because I, I, he looked good in that game he was playing great Yeah, he was playing great and lastly for my baseball fans uh, Yankees pitcher Aurora all this Chapman will not be a part of the postseason roster as he has been fined for missing workouts with the team. Malik, you're a Yankees fan. How do you feel? Yeah, um, 
I definitely feel like this is gonna uh, affect us. Um, just because like he's our best closer. Um, right. But I also think that with the help of like our other pitchers, um, Garrett Cole, um, Nasty Nestor, um, we'll definitely find ways to like um not let this affect us too much. Like right. we'll definitely find ways to get over this. Nasty Nestor's a crazy <laughs> nickname. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you're not a Yanks fan, you don't understand, and that's okay. Yeah, that's if crazy. That's what it takes to be a Yankees fan. I'm <laughs> nasty Nestor. Yeah, that's wild. All right, fellas. So uh, we're gonna move on to our new segment. Uh, this is our last segment of the show. We're gonna talk about predictions. So I have picked three matchups for the NFL for this week, and I'm going to go around the table and I'm gonna ask y'all y'all predictions. Give a score prediction, short, concise, keep it cute. You feel me? All right, Bills Chiefs. Go ahead. Bills Chiefs. Um, they're playing at Kansas City, by the way. Yeah. Mm, Bills Chiefs. 35-28 Bills. Tristan. Uh, I'm gonna say 42-17 Bills. 42-17. bro. I, okay, I'm not. I'm not even gonna wow. talk about All that. Right, right. Right. This man. 30, this man clearly I'm smoked going, a good I'm one going before. I'm going. <laughs> I'm going 34-30 Chiefs. I see a, a really close game. Um, I'm going 17-14 Bills. That's too low. If you think, yeah, if you think Josh okay, Allen okay, and okay, Patrick Mahomes, they're finna air that stadium bit. Yeah, that's a little bit too low, but let me let me get my score prediction. I think it's right in the middle. Alright, so I'm going uh, 35-28 Bills. I Yo. think Josh Allen goes into Kansas City. He gets his revenge I, I, from last season missing. You know, when they had the chance to go to the Super Bowl, we all good. know they really should have won that game, but we all know the reason why they lost that game and now they have that missing piece that because they didn't Patrick have Holmes. no Patrick because Holmes. because of because of their defense Patrick if, if Von Miller was coming at Patrick Holmes during the last it drive of that game it's not happening it I want y'all and that's my firm belief but fellas moving on to the next game Bills are going to destroy them. Packers Jets hmm? Packers Packers <laughs> <laughs> are you sure because Zach, I mean, Zach Wilson and the Jets are yeah, last two week, yeah. they're three and two now they've been playing great at Green Bay and they, they had a blowout week they had, had a blowout win yeah. this week they just beat they they beat the uh, they beat the Dolphins, the Dolphins forty to seventeen. Struggling with I, I, injury. Hey hey hey! It's the Dolphins, man. They were on their oh, third no. string quarterback. What's what's your prediction? Score prediction. Let's go somewhere 28-21 range. I'm still going Packers though. Okay, go ahead, Tristan. I'm gonna say twenty-eight to ten Packers. Yo, you you, you, you believe it all? Blow. Jesus, <laughs> oh my, my God! Absolutely. I'm go going. Ahead. I'm taking the Packers as well. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go twenty-four ten. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Malik. A four-point difference. Man, y'all so boring, man. I know, bro. Like, what? Let's spice it up in here, bro. I got the spice Jets winning. <laughs> hey, the, the Packers just lost to the Giants. They lost okay. The Giants look the, good. The Giants are better than the Jets. The Giants, the Giants are better than the Jets. Bro, first of all, the Jets have pieces, bro. They have pieces. They're, they're running back Brees Hall. He's a dog. But, all right, I got the... um. I got the Jets. I have another low-scoring game. I got the Jets 13 to 10. All right, guys. So I got the Jets as well. Um, I do not. I think I think Aaron Rodgers. This is his season where he loses to both teams in New York. Uh, final score 21 to 14 Jets. So last but not least, our final matchup. Our final matchup prediction: the Giants versus the Ravens. I'm gonna start this mm. one out. I love how the Giants mm. have been playing. The Ravens defense. I'm not sold on them. I'm going to go Giants 24, Ravens 21. Go ahead. They're playing at mm. New York, by the way, as well. Yes. At New that's, York. Yep. That's yep. why I said at that. New York. Go ahead. Ooh, this is going to be a good one. I'm not going to lie. Um, I'm going to go, yeah, same range, 21-14. Actually, 28-21. I'd say probably Giants. Uh, mm. The Ravens do look good. Lamar looks great. Um, Yeah, I'm going Giants, though. I'm going Giants. I'm going to go Ravens, 34-20. We'll bet. I, I'll bet you two cases. No, bet me on the Jets game. No, no, no. That's bet what me, I want. No, I want, bet me on I want money in the Jets game. Bet me on this game. No, no, no. You wanted the Jets? You, bet on that game. You're scared. You're not confident. Bet, I want you to go, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm going to take the Ravens uh, by, I'm going to say by 10 points. I don't have a 
score. Okay. But 10 points. Ravens, Ravens, Giants. I got the Ravens, yeah. I got the Ravens. They coming off a very good win yesterday. Very good win, bro. In like walk-off fashion. I mean, come on. Walk-off fashion isn't isn't nice. I mean, Bro, that kick, that. bro, that kick, I, I was disappointed. Oh, no. I understand that, but you playing the the reigning uh, AFC champs. Like, <laughs> come on, let's give him, let's give him some slack, man. That's, like, that's funny. Lamar okay. came in clutch, brought the team down, okay. did what he had to do. Yeah. Justin Tucker finished it off. That's the, like the best way to end the game as a team. A good team win. I feel you. I, I, I definitely understand. A blowout, that. only thing better is a blowout. Fellas, only time will tell. You know I'm going to be locked in this week, as I know you guys all are, for this upcoming week six of the NFL, guys. But that has concluded halftime with the playmakers it has been a pleasure being a in good the studio one. with you guys Sir, i appreciate y'all boys great, man it's been a great episode Very good one. guys we record this episode of halftime with the playmakers within the school of journalism and graphic communications here at florida AM university uh we are with wanm 90.5 um guys it's been a pleasure guys shout outs starting with you yeah man shout out the fam shout out everybody in the studio thank god for the opportunities shout out the listeners yeah go ahead tristan hey man shout out to halftime with the playmakers um shout, shout out to the playmakers too. Yeah, shout out to Playmakers. Shout out to um, God, my family. Shout out to Terrence too. Shout out to DME. A lot of people don't know what that is, but shout out to DME anyway. Yes, sir. <laughs> shout out to everybody. Listen, man, I'm a reflection to everybody's love and support, man. I have nothing without y'all. Uh, shout out to all the pretty girl basketball players. You know why. <laughs> oh my goodness, bro. bro. Ain't you married, bro? Oh, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. Y'all got it too. <laughs> She'll understand. <laughs> Go ahead, hey, man. I'm going to keep it simple, man. Shout out to God, first and foremost, man. You woke me up this morning so appreciate you um shout out to my family um shout out to all people listening right now shout out to all the supporters of the playmakers um really we wouldn't be nothing without you guys and uh yeah just happy to be back in the studio my boy all right guys so um first i would just like to say shout out to god uh like i said you woke me up this morning um we were able to come get this good episode get good content in um it was a pleasure being in the studio with you guys shout out to the rest of my playmakers um guys just for you guys who are unaware maybe your first time listener um we will be posting podcast every wednesday moving forward um it is an absolute pleasure um we're going to be interactive on our instagram page at 90.5 the playmakers um throughout the week uh give us a follow uh we'll be posting various uh you know polls you know interactive things to keep you guys engaged um we'll even be taking up some topics that you guys want to hear about so if you guys are interested in that please give this page a follow and without further ado it's been a pleasure i'm mr 813 i'm akibi and this has been another episode of halftime with the playmakers Thank you guys so much. See you guys next week.